Blog Talk Radio. Hey guys, it's Colin coming to you live from Hermosa Beach, California. Now, I'm doing a simulcast here along with uh, using our TalkFusion video blogging system as well. So I'm hoping that both of them are working this time. I did sign in as a guest as well and see that the camera is rolling. My only question is, it's got this uh, mic button that says push down to talk, um, which means I don't know if I have to hold this down the whole time because that would be kind of a pain in the butt. Uh, We are recording this as well, so we're going to have audio and uh, visual, but I'm definitely not sure about this uh, talking, holding down the talk thing, because I can't seem to do that. So, um, it's also, I noticed there's a little bit of a delay with the, I'm hearing myself. I'm hearing myself. All right, so there seems to be a delay here. So I'm going to uh, close this, close that. All right, so you guys do me a favor on the radio show. I always like to do a sound check to make sure that, um, to make sure that, to, yeah, I'm here, I'm backward. Okay, if I push down this button, can you hear me now on the uh, video conference? Yes, okay. So the interesting thing I have to do is I have to hold this button down on the, audio section. I am hearing this whole thing here. One second, guys. Bear with me. I'm going to take off the voice for a second. Hold on. I'm hearing myself play back here. I need to turn it off somehow. Hmm, Let me close this. All right, maybe that, that'll take care of it. All right, um, for the video, this is going to be kind of interesting, guys. I'm sorry, but I have to hold the button down with the mouse here, and that's just a little going to be a little challenging. Audio check on the radio show. Um, do me a favor and hit one on your phone. That'll put your hand up. Uh, just make sure you can hear me with the uh, radio show guest. Thank you. And then put it down, hit one again, so you won't be the first person called on when we get to the question and answer section. So I'm trying some new technology, guys, and trying to reach people in all kinds of ways. You know, some people like the visual, some people are audio, some people like to read, and I'm trying to touch all the senses. Being ADHD, I know that video and audio um, is easier for me than having to read stuff. I have to read, usually read something two, three times um, to get it to, to get it down. Um, but I can watch a video or, or you know listen to something and and then basically play it back by ear or, or just follow it easily. So I figured that if I have some challenges, then maybe some of you have some challenges as well. So I'm using two separate computers. So you may see me looking over to my right because I'm looking at the uh, the radio um, um, back office of people so I can tell if their hands are up or there's a problem there. And I'm also looking in the camera here talking to people on the radio radio show. Now for those, I mean, on the video. So those of you guys are on the video, um, I know you can't uh, you can't really type in and te- yes you can type in stuff I can see oops can't hear you so let me know how's the actual picture um, as far as being able to see and hear um, being on the video this is the first time I've actually used it okay so Charles is okay 
So what could she do? I mean, I got two big bright lights on. <laughs> uh, pictures, great. Audio is good. Okay, that's good. Um, all right, guys. So I'm just going to try and do the best I can with what we got. Today's show, it's, uh, it's one of our most popular segments when I say when we do an Ask Me Anything ACG show. I can go back to look at all my blog talk radio shows and give me ratings based on <clears throat> popularity. And the most popular shows are Ask Me, Everything, Ask me Anything ACG. And I, and I, guess I get that because it's, it's more about you and it's less about me. People want their – yeah, a lot of questions out there. They want to get their questions answered. want to get their questions answered. So, uh, you know, that, that seems to make a lot of sense. So um, we're going to do that segment, but what I also wanted to do real quickly is that last week I remember I would say I was going to go through the ACD diet phases and then started on one of them and then got off on a tangent and didn't really cover the phases. So, um, And one of the phases I really want to kind of just kind of go over briefly because I have my tribe, which are the people that are in our 40-day challenge coming to an end here in about a little under 10 days, and they're going to be moving into phase three. So I wanted to give them a little bit of what they can expect um, as they move into that phase. Um, now, there's got to be a way to keep this button down. That was just this crazy. So, I um, just want to go briefly through the phases because every day I end up talking to someone um, about the diet and their uh, their questions are, you know, do I really need to load and, and how am I going to – I'm not stabilizing in phase three. And phase two seems to be the easiest part of the diet because it comes with very – explicit instructions on what to eat and how much you're supposed to eat. Um, and people find that easier, but phase one, which is the um, loading phase, people have a, you know, it's ironic, they've been eating like crap for years, and suddenly you get a license to eat like crap, and they don't, they don't want to gain any more weight before they lose weight, when in essence, that's really what you need to do. So I'm going to go briefly, real quickly through phase one and two. I'm going to stay a little bit longer on phase three, go to phase four, and then we're going to open the lines up for the Ask Me Anything ACG segment. Um, can't tell how many callers are on the uh, – well, we have, yeah, we only have a, we don't have as big of a list of callers as we did last time. And we, have, we have some people on the radio show, which is going to – I mean, on the video, I'm sorry. Um, so we, we have some pretty good, pretty good group, but I just want to make sure that we have plenty of time to ask, ask any questions. Now, as far as the uh, – yes, you guys on the, um, on the video, you're going to have to type in your questions, and I'm going to have to try and – and scroll up and down and talk and push his button down at the same time. <laughs> it's going to be crazy. All right. So phase one is the gorge phase. And why it's important, should, can't, uh, should you do it or should you not do it, or can you do it or can you get away with not doing it is the question. And the answer is absolutely, unequivocally no. You can't get away with not loading. And the reason being is that um, – ACG is being ACG is a is a hormone as you know and it's going into your body in order to release your fat stores and like anything uh, your, everyone stores or stores fat differently and they store fat in different places so it only, the only way for for ACG to know where you store your where and how you store your fat is to basically I, I what I visually see it as and how I explain it in a visual way is that literally while you're loading and you have ACG in your system. It is following. It is following your fat stores when you're by, when you eat overloading calories and you you're taking a ton of calories for those two days. Your body's doing what it knows how to do. It's storing fat, and the ACG is literally following that fat into your fat stores. So as soon as you cut your calories, it knows where to go and pull that energy for, source from where you're getting 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 the excess calories you need in order to sustain a 500 calorie diet. 
Now, in Simeon's protocol, he says you must gain before you can lose. And the reason being is that, number one, to ensure that you actually eat enough food to store fat um, and, and not, not psychologically psych yourself out. Um, but that's also a sure sign that if you're taking in calories and now on the second day uh, ATG knows where you store your calories and it's also trying to release fat into your system, that you're getting a massive overload of calories, anywhere probably 10, 12, 15,000 calories or more depending on what you guys are actually eating, and you're going to show some weight gain. And it's real weight gain. We're not talking about just water weight gain. We're talking about you're, you're really gorging. Now, also, there's a psychological aspect of it, which, which I didn't know at the time that Jane and I did the original protocol, but how we knew that we gorged effectively was that uh, by the end of day two, and just give you kind of give you a visual look at what we we had basically eaten, we had basically eaten like crazy. I guess somebody doesn't know I'm on the show today. Um, turns out we had eaten pretty much like crazy, and uh, we had ordered, we had been out, we had yogurt, went to the movie. We usually go to the movies. Um, and, and have popcorn and all that kind of stuff and, and the you know hot dogs, what have you. And we're eating out through, throughout the day, and we came home and we had we had a pizza. And it's about now it's about nine o'clock at night. We're eating, watching, we're eating in bed. We have we ordered a pizza. The pizza is delivered, and we're in bed. And Jenny had also bought these Junior Mints, chocolate Junior Mint candy things, mini mini Junior Mints. And we're eating the pizza, having a liter of Sprite and breadsticks. And we're eating and eating and eating, and to the point where literally I was like, you know what, I just got to go to bed. I'm so sick of eating. And we're eating this chocolate mince, and literally just physically I was like, I could not wait to go to sleep and wake up the next day and have something healthy. So psychologically you're at a point where you're like, you know what, you no longer, you've just gotten this, this, this binging system out of your system and you're ready for healthy food. It makes it a lot easier for you to go now into into a low-calorie diet, eating healthy foods, because you literally have just made yourself sick. And I'm not talking about physically sick. I'm not talking about you're supposed to be bending over the toilet and vomiting. But what I am saying is that psychologically and physically, you're supposed to be so bloated and so feeling so disgusting and just disgusted with the process that by the time you, by the time you get into the um, phase two part of the diet, you you won't be craving anything. Okay, and that is, that is the goal, to kill off the cravings. If you hear people having craving issues in the first week of, uh, of being on the diet, it's because it didn't load. It's most likely because they didn't load properly. So that's the importance of the loading phase. Showing your, most important, showing your body, uh, ACG, where you store your fat, so when it's time to, to go after those calories, it knows exactly where to tap into it and get it. Phase two is, is phase two. Now, I know everybody has different versions of Phase 2, just like we have a different version of Phase 2. I'm definitely not knocking people having different versions. I just know it works for myself and, and now for a lot of people. But basically, Phase 2 is a low-calorie to very low-calorie diet, depending on what protocol you're following. It is lean, lean meats and proteins and, and seafood, white, white fish, you know, um, shellfish, um, turkey, and vegetables, and a, a, an assorted amount of vegetables, specific vegetables, and three fruits, three fruit types. Now, I know there's people out there that afford, I even watched a Dr. Oz show yesterday where they have a doctor saying that, yeah, we allow our people to have berries, and and uh, and I didn't know what berries she was talking about, the strawberries, yeah, but it was sound like she was saying other berries, and, and, and it was something else, she, oranges. I got to tell you guys, oranges was nowhere on the original protocol, nowhere on the original protocol. 
Uh, but I saw oranges in some of the forums, and as I was doing you know blogs and reports, I figured, hey, people know what they're talking about too. You know, let me add these oranges. I actually did my second protocol. Did I was eating my grapefruit and apples and and my strawberries, and I said I'm gonna get some oranges and bought a bag of oranges from Costco. Literally the day I ate the oranges, I had two oranges that day. The very next day, my weight loss stalled like it was, not, and I'm talking about maybe five six days into the protocol. And I was dropping two, two, three pounds a day. So, I mean, it was literally a, a brace went on. And I was like, huh, these oranges. Started doing some research and finding out a lot of people were having the stalling issues when it came to oranges. Oranges have a high, high level, even though it's a fruit, got a high level of fructose, a high level of sugar, even those natural sugars. And for whatever reason, it seems to tilt the scale. Some people have success with oranges. I'm not saying all people won't. But I had too much feedback of too many people having the stalling issues that I had because um, as soon as I cut the oranges out, within a day, my body started losing weight again. So there's very clear, cut and dry evidence that sh- that the oranges did not work for me. And like I said, after getting feedback from thousands of people now, it's happened too many times that oranges have been an issue. So it, it wasn't on the original protocol, and I guess there's a reason for it. Now, people can give the same argument, well, what I say eat the zucchini and broccoli, and that wasn't on the original protocol. And the, the reason I added those in, there were vegetables that had um, very high nutrient value. They also had a very high diuretic value, um, which also helped me lose a lot more weight. And therefore, for me, the goal is to get people to their goal as fast as possible. If I find something working that works not just for my body, but works for more than 10 people, then I can, I can, I can safely assume that it's probably something that, that people can do with better with than without. And, um, I've got tons of feedback from people that have shrimp and, and, and um, zucchini uh, as a meal, and they, they they lose a ton of weight that day. So there is a method to our madness when we wrote our book and added certain things and took certain things out. But I just wanted to let you know that phase two by itself, there's, there's, there should be two you know two or three basic versions out there. Um, but following the basic version, regardless of which ones you do, you're going to have successful weight loss. So losing weight on this diet doesn't seem to be the major problem for most people if they follow it. Um, follow it to the letter. Now, um, I will add, as you probably heard me say before, those of you who listen to my show, that um, some of the some of the people that follow the Simeon protocol, I think, if they are active at all, um, very quickly have a find themselves in a protein deficiency and find themselves stalling in the protocol early, and they're very frustrated because these are usually the people that are extremely anal about their measurements, extremely anal about following, some, following a protocol, and they find themselves in massive frustration because they can't understand why it's not working. And usually those people have cut, cut their protein levels to they're so precise with their measurements that their protein levels actually drop below the minimum requirement and their, their body actually is triggered into starvation mode and they stall. And usually the quickest remedy to that is increase your protein a little bit, bounce yourself right above that, that deficiency line, and you start losing weight again. And that was, one of the re- that was one of the major flaws that we found in the protocol. But all in all, phase two is, is pretty much an easy way to go. Phase three, which is where we want to put our focus today, is um, a very tricky situation. And it's tricky for a number of reasons. Um, and we put this in our book because we wanted to break it down to people so you know what to, know what to, to expect, but also know that you, know, you didn't have to continue to eat only the same food you ate in phase two. I mean, seriously, 8, 10, 12 weeks of anything, I don't care if it's ice cream, you're going to get sick of it. Um, but with phase three, when you're coming off a 500-calorie diet or 600 or 700-calorie diet, 
you know, when it says in the protocol that there is no restriction on, on calories, not only the restriction you have is sugar and starch, well, let's just take the take off the take off what we read and put on the common sense hat. If you've been your body's been consuming 500 and 600 calories a day, um, and getting the rest from your fat stores, the goal for the goal for phase two for phase three for most people is that you've either maximized the amount of time you can spend on the diet, which varies depending on people's opinion, or you have depleted your your fat stores. If you deplete your fat storage, which is the goal, which is really the long-term goal for everyone who sh- should be for everyone who's doing this diet. Let me just take a slight detour, and please feel free to type in or get me back on track if I lose track. Um, the, di- the diet was designed for you to literally go through and eliminate all of your abnormal fat stores. And I can say that basically 1% of the people that follow this diet maybe 2% of people that follow this diet, actually accomplish that goal. Now, what does that look like? The goal is that once you have achieved or gone through all of your abnormal fat stores, several things happen. Number one, you stop losing weight, and you cannot lose any more weight no matter what you do. But more importantly, how you know that you've gone through all of your fat stores is that you are extremely hungry, even with the HCG, you could up your dose to 300 IUs, 400 IUs. It wouldn't make a difference because think of the logic behind it. The only reason you were able to sustain 500 calories is because you were getting all your other calories you needed from your abnormal fat stores. If you empty the bank and you, you, you close out your checking account, trying to use your debit card to get money out of the ATM is going to give you a big zero. And so trying to basically maintain 500 calories when you have nothing else, nothing in your gas tank to pull off of is going to give you the symptoms as if you were on a 500-calorie diet starving someplace in the desert. So the good news is that once you have done that and you have actually depleted your fat stores and you are no, no longer, the ACG is no longer working in your system, you literally have a body fat percentage that is completely ideal. Hence, I was able to go from 32 with almost 33% body fat down to 7% body fat in under six weeks. That's pretty amazing. Don't know anybody, don't know another diet on the planet that can, that can take somebody from 33% body fat down to 7, 7.5 uh, in 40 days or, or six weeks. Um, don't know it. But ideally, that is the goal. Now, the reason why I say only 2% of the people do it is not because I have more dedication than anybody else. It's because most people stop when they feel good about themselves. When they can fit back into their, whenever they get their original goal, they can get back into their clothes, or they can they can wear something. They just look in the mirror now, and their mirror, their their eyes match their their inner inner thoughts, match their outer thoughts, and they're all, they're satisfied with where they're at. And it does get more challenging to do multiple cycles on this diet once you've already reached a place where you actually like yourself again. It just takes somebody that is just really, really looking to accomplish a specific goal to push past that comfort zone to go get, go get different results. Now, as you guys, some of you may know if you listen to my story that I, my dream in the back of my head, even though I felt it was not really possible, really, uh, or plausible, I would say, I thought it was possible but not plausible, um, that I wanted to be as lean as LL Cool J in the movie SWAT. Coming from 33%. Now, some people say, 
you know, your sights maybe been a little too high. <laughs> maybe, you know, find somebody in between. But once I saw that it was possible by seeing, actually starting to see the six-pack come through my belly that was once a 48 or 46%, 46-waist belly, and I started seeing a six-pack coming through, then it triggered to me that it was possible, and I just started working out like a maniac and running and doing cardio, and I, and I wasn't going to stop until I got that picture in my mind now matched the picture in the mirror. So just so you know that it's absolutely possible for anyone to get to wherever their ideal place is on their body, whatever that image is at any age, because I will be 50 this year, and I look better than I did in 30, 20, 30, 25, from 25 on, I probably look better now than I did for those 20 years in between. So it is possible. So let me get back to phase three. So the goal is phase three is that you're not supposed to gain more than two pounds or uh, – oh, thanks. You, you definitely don't want to gain two pounds or, or, or lose more than two pounds in phase three. And people always go, Why? If I can lose more weight, I have no, some, some people even say, I have, well, I have another 50 pounds to lose. Why do I want to stabilize in phase three? I might as well just keep losing weight while I'm in phase three because I'm going to do another phase anyway. This is the reason why. And if you understand this, it will make perfect sense to you. Your, body, your body's mechanism, if you will, your weight set point is set from where you left. So if you weighed 270 pounds when you started this protocol and you got down to 220 pounds in your first cycle, your body still, your weight set point, your hypothalamus is still programmed at 270 pounds. And if, you, if you've dieted before and you've lost weight and you wonder why you, sorry, my screen went out over here, why, uh, you, you wonder why you, um, you're, you got right back to the same weight you were at, and it's always that same number pops back up. You somehow the scale finds that same exact number all the time. Um, it's because that's your weight set point. So if you do not stabilize your weight, which means, which means stay, um, stay within that two-pound ratio, your body's going to fight you the next, the next cycle. As you're trying to lose more weight, your body's trying to get back to your 270-pound mark. Therefore, you're actually fighting this, your, second, your second cycle or third cycle is actually more difficult because you didn't properly set your weight set point in phase three, so your body's in this internal battle. You're trying to lose weight. It's trying to get back. You're trying to lose weight. It's trying to get back. Therefore, you find people have a lot. They want to, it's a lot more difficult this time around to lose the weight than it was before, and I wonder why. Well, this is why. So the stabilization phase is extremely important. It's actually, I say, it's the most important phase of the entire, the entire diet. Now, for you guys that are watching the, um, the computer, you see I have it. It's also the no-nonsense muscle-building zone. It is also what I call the muscle-building phase. And the reason being because now you can take on more lean protein, more good fats, things that help you build muscle. You can actually work out more intensely now. There's no limitations on how long you can work out. There's no to worry about the exhaustion factor because now you're increasing your calories. And you're increasing your calories gradually over 21 days. And this is what, this is what the, you know, this is the secret, guys. I mean, I'll tell you right now, this is the secret that, that you know, people don't know or they don't tell you about. And this is what we're telling you that's going to make a huge difference on you keeping the weight off for the rest of your life or keeping the weight off your, for the next few weeks and a few months. By introducing calories to your body slowly, increasing them back to what your maximum, uh, maximum metabolic rate is, um, I mean, that's the maximum calories that you're supposed to have on a daily basis to maintain your weight for the rest of your life. In other words, once you get to a certain weight, if you eat the calories that are designed for your body, your body burns basically a natural amount of calories every day just by you getting up in the morning and walking around and just being who you are. 
So if you didn't exceed those calories, your body would stay the same exact way because it's just burning what it's, it's burning what it what it's designed to burn without you really doing much of anything. If you burn more of those calories, then guess what? Um, you're going to lose more weight. And if you eat more of those calories, you're going to gain more weight. So what we can do is we give you a formula, and you can always play this back or get it. It's in the book if you guys have it, those who have it. We give you a formula that you're, you, you need to follow while you're in phase three. You take your end weight, whatever that is, whatever that number is, and for, if you're a lady, you multiply it, multiply it by 11, and that gives you your, your, basic, your, basic, your basic metabolic rate. I mean, that gives you the amount of calories that your body can take in every day and stay at the weight you are. And for men, it's times 12. So you take your end weight and you multiply it times 12, and it say that, for example, that number comes out to be 20, for, some guy, for one of you guys, 2,400 calories. And you've been coming from 500 to 700 calories, depending on what your workout regimen, if you're following our protocol. So you don't want to go from 500 calories or 700 calories to 2,400 calories the very next, you know, three days after the end of the protocol. What do you think is going to happen? If you start, I don't care if you're eating the healthiest food on the planet, if you take in more calories than your body can burn, what is your body going to do? You're overtaxing your metabolism. It is going to do what it knows how to do. It's going to burn all the fuel it can, and anything that's left over, it's going to go back to storing again. And you're going to watch instantly, you're going to watch your, 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 your weight skyrocket over a couple of days over the two-pound mark. So if you take that number I gave you, well, my finger gets tired holding down this button. If you take that number I give you, whatever that number is that you get from your calculation, and I don't say you break it into thirds because that would, that would still leave you really low the first week. But what you want to do is you kind of want to you know, break them down to where they make sense. Like, for example, if it's 2,400 calories, then you know that you can pretty much come out of the gate eating 1,000, 1,100 calories the first week. You'll take it up to 1,600 calories, maybe 1,800 calories the second week. And then the third week, you'll go into your full 2,400 calories. If you stay off the sugar, you stay off the starch, you eat clean foods, now you're bringing your, good, your, your nuts and your, 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 a little bit of your dairy, a little bit of your cheeses, and you still want to track your calories, people, you've got to know what you're eating. You, you can eyeball things all you want, but if you're not very specific about counting calories, this is where you count calories. You know, before you had to count, you had to just do portions in, the, in phase two, and that, it really comes easy after a while. In phase three, just think for 21 days, you're going to count calories because it's going to lock into your lock in your weight set point, and then you won't have to worry about counting them again because you'll know what these what what 2,400 calories looks like. But you want to pretty much know what you're putting in your how many how many calories you're putting in on a daily basis. If you do this, you're not going to have the yo-yo effect of hitting two point two pounds up, two pounds, and having to do a steak day every other day. Nothing's more important. If you don't know what a steak day is, that's the correction for gaining weight in phase three is having nothing fasting all day and having a steak and a tomato. Now, if you had a steak and tomato today and it say is Wednesday, and then comes Saturday, you hit another two pounds over again, you have to have another steak day, and it comes Monday, you had another steak day, you'd be pretty, um, you'd be pretty frustrated. Now, here's someone who says lots of, back, lots of back feed. Well, I don't know what to do about that, guys, so we're just working this out. This time I'm going to have to figure out how to do this. So sorry about the back feed. Is it really that bad for everybody or just a couple of people? Uh, got better. Okay. Well, good. All right. Thanks for I really like the fact you guys can uh, um, tell me what's going on. That's definitely cool. Um, so that's what, that's, what, that's what it looks like. So if you follow the formula, you follow, and we got some crazy recipes. I'm telling you, my wife is brilliant when it comes to 
she likes sweets, so she was determined to figure out a way to have sweets and uh, and um, and in phase three, and not without sugar. And I got to tell you that um, we used to go to California Pizza Kitchen here in, here in California. And I know they may have they have them in different parts of the country now, but um, and my favorite dessert is key lime pie. And um, so Jamie decided that she was going to make a key lime pie, and. She made a key lime pie. Now, she made two key lime pies, actually. She made two key lime pies. One was a raw key lime pie um, that was um, made actually out of avocado. The key lime was actually made out of the base of it was out of avocado, believe it or not. And it sounds completely gross, but it was, <laughs> it was pretty good. And then she made, it made another key lime pie um, and used stevia and some other kind of stuff. And but the only I think the only thing that she had she didn't like was I guess was the she no she used a nut crust like she does with her tarts. It was pretty amazing. But I think there was something in it that she said that I, I don't want to reproduce this on the book because it, one of the thing, one of the ingredients was borderline or something like that. And she really didn't want to mess anybody up. But it was pretty amazing. But since then, in the book, you find like I said, the, the, if any of you guys have had it. And they've had the strawberry uh, peanut butter raspberry uh, tart. It is the bomb. If you have not had the chocolate mousse pie that she wanted to make a birthday cake, our birthdays are both in August, a week apart. And we were, you know, we were going through the protocol, and she said, you know what, I'm going to make a birthday cake. So she made a chocolate peanut butter mousse pie with chocolate chips, which were out of made out of real chocolate and steel. I mean, just crazy. Uh, it was amazing. And so, I mean, there's a lot of desserts that are like actually high-protein high protein, uh, stuff like that. We use the Greek yogurt and, and all kinds of cra- and nuts and what the stuff. There actually was a lot of high in protein. Um, you're killing me here. <laughs> I know, guys. That's why phase three is a fun phase, man. It's crazy. It's muscle-building phase. So we had to find a lot of, a lot of uh, dishes that were high in protein, tasted good because we were building major muscle in in, 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 um, in phase three. That's really where I did. That's really where my body truly transformed. In the three to four weeks of phase three, when I was absolutely ready to really hit our HIIT workouts really hard, and I was packing on muscle and eating protein, you know, before and after my my dishes, it was crazy, absolutely crazy. Um, so phase three is just to die for us, right? And we eat pretty much phase three. We oops. Okay, pretty much phase three. That's pretty much our daily lives, you know. I even pop up stuff on uh, on Facebook, and sometimes they a lot of them I try to put on Facebook are phase two for most of you guys, but a lot of them borderline. They're they're phase three. Like for example, you put up a a Cajun. Uh, what was it? Uh, what is the other one? Uh, wow, what is that? It wasn't Cajun, but it was um, somebody was the Indian curry. It was curry shrimp. Uh, curry shrimp and cauliflower and green beans and red peppers, um, but it was baked in the oven instead of you know sautéed or heavy, and it was crazy, crazy good, crazy good, and um, but it was still it would be a phase three because of the peppers and the you know, the green beans what have you. But you know the funny thing is though, off protocol, I dropped like two and a half pounds eating that dish yesterday. I had chicken for I had chicken for protein. And I don't know what that combination was, but that was crazy because I dropped I dropped some major weight overnight. I still weigh myself every single day, guys. On protocol, off protocol, I weigh myself every single day. And I was I woke up this morning, I was like, damn, Jamie, that 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 shrimp dish, man, that that sucker was good because I dropped. You must have dropped a lot of water weight or something because I dropped a lot of weight yesterday. So, just to tell you that we try to make 
food combinations. Absolutely right, food combinations. So we have, we try to make eating on this protocol something you can do for life. So you're not like you're, you're on a diet and you're off of a diet, because that's what throws people into craziness. When they're on a diet and they're on a strict diet, they're eating a certain way, and all of a sudden they've got to go back to the real world, and all of a sudden the choices they have were the choices they had before, the crap, and then they start dipping back into the crap, and then next thing you know they, they blow up again. So phase four is now really going back to the real world. And this is where a lot of people kind of got bent out of shape with Kevin Trudeau. I'm going to stop right after phase four, so you guys have about an hour to talk. Um, where, where he said, you know what, after you're done with diet, you can go back to eating anything you want. True, but true depend, with, that, with a disclaimer. You know, guys, it's, it's true with a disclaimer. Anything you want is anything you want, but with everything you choose to eat, there comes consequences and everything in moderation. And realistically, there's certain things that we just opted to keep out of our diet. Literally, refined sugar is probably the last thing we'll eat under dire circumstances <laughs> in our diet, period. Packaged foods, out of our diet 98% of the time. Um, we basically eat real food most of the time. We eat out maybe once a week now because we decided we were going to explore. Our, we've been living in our in our community for a long time now, and we realize there's so many restaurants we've never even talked, we've never even been in, and then we need to know our, our our area and eat out. So we go out and try different restaurants, and we eat out. But we also try we try to look to see what's on the menu. Um, we're very confused. Intramuscular. Okay, we'll get to that. Um, so. We try out different restaurants. And eating out, i got to tell you, man, it's like just a kiss of death. I don't know what these restaurants put in their food. It's like they put up blow-up juice in their food because every time I eat at a restaurant, I get on the scale the next day and I'm, I, I gain three, 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 four pounds, two, three pounds. A lot of it's sodium because I don't eat a lot. So it's, you know, sodium weight. But I don't know, man. I don't know what it is they're putting in their food, but it always seems to put people we put weight on people. So you got to be really careful. And I'm glad they passed the law now that, they, that you have to see what the ingredients are and most things, what the calories are. So at least makes it um, easier for you to, you know, someone has some here put in high fructose corn syrup. I'm telling you, it's what, there's restaurants, there's something they're putting universally in their food because most of the time I eat at a restaurant, I gain weight. So I know it's going to come. So we just prepare ourselves for eating at restaurants by having being very light on the carbs throughout the day, high protein. We all usually we usually run or do some sort of cardio exercise, preparing for the increase in calories, uh, so it neutralizes itself. But you know what? You got to be careful when you eat out in restaurants because even if you ask, even if you're very anal about what they what you ask them for, it still seems like very few people prepare with the foods the way you want to be prepared. So phase four is really you know about. Eating, you can eat the food you love, but I say eat the food you love if you're preparing them yourselves. Like Janie made a, uh, you know, a, a lasagna, and she made a pasta with lasagna because we, we, like I said, we, we kind of stay away from the pasta. But she also made it for phase three, um, and she also did chicken enchiladas without without the uh, tortilla, whatever. And the dishes taste exactly the way they're supposed to taste, but she just substituted cabbage for them, and it actually worked really well because cabbage took on the texture and the taste pretty much of what they were. I thought, I thought the lasagna was amazing. But you can even eat pizza and eat all the other stuff that you like. As long as you're making the ingredients yourself and you know what you're putting in your dough, you know what you're putting fresh fruits, fresh vegetables, fresh meats, whatever the case may be, you'll notice that the gains you get from making foods yourself versus eating out are huge difference. There's a huge, huge difference. So you can have the foods you love and you can have moderation. Once, you're, once your hypothalamus reset 
as long as you're not abusing yourself and abusing the food and eating candy bars and doing what I was doing when I was working in the mortgage business, driving on the freeway, I'd have a candy bar and some chips on the way home and, you know, I had on the way there. And every day I had the same stuff over and over again. Well, that's going to take its toll. So what, stabilizing your weight and living life in phase four is absolutely po- uh, possible going back to real life and then occasionally going and splurging and going out and having a night, you know, night of drinking. As long as you're willing to offset those, those binges with some sort of corrective measures, um, Janie's thing was that she would do an apple day, and we went out and had a really good time and a, a meal and went to a party and had drinks, whatever, that she would come up the next day and detox her body with an apple day, and that would just clean her out, and her numbers would never change. And that's the discipline that she adopted. Not everybody's going to adopt that discipline, but you know what? Once you, once you shave off the, your stuff and you start looking and feeling the way you want, and you're in certain clothes that you want to be in, and you don't want to go out and buy bigger clothes again, you're going to you're gonna, – You'll have a great notifi- great uh, barometer of if you're getting out of hand and gaining weight. I got rid of every single pair of pants I had that was over the size of the, of the new pants I bought. I had no fat clothes laying around. I had nothing that I could get back into just in case. I made told I did my mind that I'm not buying another pair of jeans that big over 32 32 inch waist, and I have not bought a, a bigger pair of that in since I finished this protocol almost three years now in April. So. That was just my discipline. So you guys, once you make a discipline, make a choice, you can pretty much maintain your weight just by living your life in moderation. And that's pretty much it. Those are the phases, one, two, three, and four. So I think I did that. I'm going to be looking at the questions here because um, some of you guys are going to have your hands up on the radio show. You're going to talk. I'm also going to moderate back here and answer some of the questions that are being typed in on the uh, the um, video thing, and you didn't think I could multitask and think I could actually do this. If I didn't have my ADD meds, you guys would be in big trouble right now. So with that said, I'm going to open up the – okay, on the radio show, guys, um, there's one person that has a hand up, but that was the same person that put their hand up in the very beginning of the show. If you, want to, if you have a question that you want answered, we're now moving into the Q&A section of the show. Ask me anything, ATG. Um, put your hand up by hitting one on your phone dial, and that will put your hand up, and I will ask the questions in order that they are received. For you guys here, you can type them in. Um, you bad boy. <laughs> you can type them in, and uh, and uh, I will try and catch up with them. Now, this is the slowest part of me having to try to read all these questions and, and, and figure out what's up. With this. I can There's a bunch of them up above that. So I see a hand popped up. So you guys, this is not a time to be shy. I mean, you're on the line. You came here for a reason. Get your needs met. If you have a question you want, there's no dumb question when it comes to this protocol. This protocol is, is, is even foreign to most doctors out there. You've got to tell you right now, even Dr. Oz was fascinated, still couldn't understand why it seemed to work for the masses, but everyone in his, in his medical community, not everyone, but the majority of the medical professionals were saying, no, it's not good for you, it doesn't work, it's a, it's a placebo effect, it's psychological. And he's like, wait a minute, you've got physical bodies here that are saying they had great success, they weren't hungry, they lost crazy numbers that, that is supposed to be impossible to lose, and you're telling me it doesn't work. Well, something doesn't add up. Well, come on, people. Anyone who's done this protocol knows it works. And I got to say, one thing I liked about the show that exposed a lot of stuff about the homeopathic ACG. If you're a homeopathic ACG believer, God bless you, but those two ladies, they were having to talking about their hair loss and their misery and their, their lethargy and all that kind of stuff. That didn't come from taking a real ACG, people. Those are perfect symptom symptoms of being on a 500-calorie diet with nothing but vitamin juice in your body. 
show because uh, there's too many people. I have now what three, four thousand people that have been on been on my newsletters that have, that have coached over three thousand people, and that that large of a number cannot be get cannot be psychosomatically be losing weight because of uh, some placebo effect of HCG. So I'm gonna go to the radio show hand first, and then uh, I'm not sure how you guys are gonna be able to hear that, so I may have to ask repeat the question first because I'm not sure how this is going to work. So we'll see. Hold on a second. I'm going to let off the I'm going to let off the button for a second. <laughs> I got to use another mouse. Um a year 540553 you're on the air. Put on my glasses. I got to look too far away, guys. Um you got me on the air 540553 you're on the air. Yes, can you hear me? I sure can. Okay, great. Thank you. Um, I have a a particular situation. I have uh, polycystic ovarian syndrome and um, also a pituitary tumor. And I'm taking a medicine called cabergoline to bring my prolactin level down um, and also Mm -hmm. to shrink my tumor. I was wondering Mm -hmm. how the HCG would affect that, if if you knew anything about that. You know, it's, what is the acronym for that? The uh, It's like PCOC or something like that? What is that? Yeah, PCOS. PCOS. You know, I've, I've gotten uh, – the question for the caller is that she has a syndrome of PCOS and um, and has uh, some issues with that and taking medication. The ovarian cyst is what concerns me. And I'm not a doctor, so by any means I'm not giving you medical advice, but I'm just going to give you my personal opinion, and you can take it as – please take it as that. But I've gotten a lot of questions from me. I mean, literally just in the last month, I've probably gotten 10 questions about this particular system and syndrome. And realistically, this when it, when it comes to ovarian issues and, and tumors, what have you, I mean, it's one thing about ATG, it is a hormone, and hormones in bodies, you put a hormone in your body, it can, it can shift and alter things, and so I would, I would definitely want to talk to your doctor about the fact that if you're trying to use medication to shrink a tumor, would you taking HCG cause any growth of the humor, tumor? Now, I know that, for example, HCG is not a, a, a muscle stimulant or a, you know, it's not like a uh, human growth hormone. It's not meant to really act in the pituitary gland. It acts in the hypothalamus gland. Um, therefore, there really shouldn't be any kind of growing issue. But like I said, I'm not a doctor. Um, I'm not a doctor, but what I would be concerned with is the fact that because it is a hormone, would it would it alter some of the other things going on with you with you and the medications you have? I know it doesn't interact with medications, but I'm just concerned about the actual the actual tumor issue that that would be that would bring me concern. Now, I know there's a lot of women that actually have that 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 same the same um, um, disorder that have actually successfully done HCG without any side effects or problems. But when you say you have a tumor that you're trying to get rid of, that 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 just puts up a real red flag for me. So um, she, like I just talked to a girl today actually that her endocrinologist gave her the okay to do the HCG diet. Um, but I don't know her specific circumstance, but she did have the same exact syndrome. But like I said, tumors, growth, and trying to shrink and that kind of stuff, I think you definitely would want to talk to your doctor about that. Okay. Thank you very much. Thank you. Sorry I couldn't be more help, but that's that's a that's a definitely a delicate situation. So thank you. Yeah, thank you. Okay. You're welcome. Um, you have your hand up. I'm not sure if you need to have it up, but it's uh, 
Yeah, 310-301-335, you're on the air, and then I'm going to go to the radio show. I'm going to do video here next. But um, you're on the air. Do you have something? Do you have a question? 301-335? Okay. I can't hear anything, but I'm going to take it as a note right now. Let me close it. All right, so let's look at the list here, guys. i got to scroll up here just to make sure I'm not... Okay, okay, Papa John, uh, intramuscular versus subjective. Okay, the question that came early in the conversation, oh, sorry. The question that came early, in the, you know, the, guys, this is kind of tricky for me on the video thing. I kind of figured out a way to deal with this because i got to push this button down for you guys to hear me, but I also have to scroll down to see the messages. So I'm going to have to just go by the pop-up. One said int, uh, uh, intramuscular versus um, uh, subcutaneous shots, confused about that. You can you can put ACG Either or, it's gonna it's gonna get in the system either way. There's yeah, I know that you, if some of you using B12 get confused because it says B12 says for intramuscular use only, uh, and really, really they say that because of the fact that when you if you any of you done a belly shot with uh, B12, you'll notice that it has a little bit of a sting to it. But when you put it in the muscle, like the shoulder muscle, thigh muscle, hip, buttock muscles, you don't have any sting. So I, I, I would just say that as far as ACG itself though. Intramuscular or subcutaneous, it's working just as well either way. There is some theory that intramuscular lasts longer in the body versus the uh, going through the fat and the uh, subcutaneous fat. Uh, I would probably give some merit to that because you know it just makes more sense. So whatever whatever doesn't hurt for you guys, whatever whatever is more comfortable, I would just recommend doing it that way. Okay. Um, can one weight train while on the protocol? One weight train while on the protocol. Ronald, music to my ears. People, if you, if, you, if, you don't, if you even know my name and you just know, if you hear my name, it says exercise on HC diet protocol. I'm the rebel. I don't care what anybody tells you. That bottom line is, is that um, exercise, this protocol, you can absolutely exercise. Sorry. Losing my thing. You can absolutely exercise on this protocol. Uh, if you're using real ACG, you shouldn't have any fatigue. And I got to tell you that in most people report having a tons of energy, especially those taking the uh, B12. Just to give you an example, on 500 calories a day, originally the original protocol I did before we made our alterations to 700, I was working out on the treadmill at 6:30 in the morning, doing 30 minutes on the treadmill, burning 500 plus calories. I sat in the sauna, um, did a little bit of lifting, but not a lot, and then um, did most of my you know, home exercising. I stayed away from the lifting iron while on the protocol, but I did body weight exercises, push-ups, pull-ups, that kind of stuff, and resistance bands. And then I was running three, three miles at night once I, could, once I was able to run. I mean, it took me about two weeks for me to drop enough weight that my back and my knees stopped hurting. But once I, once I uh, got out there and hit the first mile, my lungs were burning and I was out of shape. But, you know, it took me, it took me after about three weeks, I was – I was raising hell out there, running at the night and working out in the morning. So I had plenty of energy. Uh, my wife, Jane, didn't have as much energy in the very first week or so of the diet. She was actually taking naps in the middle of the day. She also didn't use B12 the first time around. Uh, the second time we used B12, and she was bouncing off the walls as well, and she was running three, four miles a day. So exercise, if you want to burn the fat and reveal the muscle, I definitely recommend fitness, strength, training for men and women. Women, you have a lot more fat on your bodies than men. It's just a you know, genetic thing. Um, and so it's really important for you to get those muscles moving and start building some muscle mass. We're not talking about looking like bodybuilders, but we're talking about lean muscle mass that's going to give you your curves where, they, where you're supposed to have your curves and take away, take away the fat where you want to get rid of the fat. And I've been getting some great feedback from some of the ladies that have been using our, our, our high-intensity interval training. It was very intimidating and hard for them at the beginning. But now they're asking for more 
exercises. They're asking for more. And we actually, you know, actually have a 12-week uh, workout series, but we only put six weeks on there because they were tough. The six weeks alone were tough. We figured if you can get past the six, the, you know, the six-week exercise phase three exercises, then you're doing you're pretty. You've gotten pretty good um, because they they're timed and they're. So I just know that the workouts definitely help you guys uh, get shapely faster. So I am a big guy on exercise. Um, can one weight train? Okay, and then it says, uh, okay, back. Um, no, no, I, it was HUCOG. Someone said it was HCG HUCOG. I don't know what the whole question was. HCG shots or subcutaneous. Another one, another one's, again, subcutaneous. Hold on, guys. I'm scrolling back up here. Ah, okay. Um, oh, where'd it go? I'm sorry. One question was, how much did you work out in uh, phase two? Um, phase two, I definitely kicked it up a notch. I was working out four four days a week um, with strength. I actually was bouncing between the gym and doing the uh, HIIT stuff because now I really wanted, the, I really kind of wanted the weight. Uh, I wanted to push up bench press. I wanted to push up, you know, weight. So I did go to the gym to get bigger, faster, um, and that seemed to work for me because you know, you get, when you get heavy weights going on, you can actually build muscle fast. But I was working out four days a week, probably more, to be honest with you. I don't know. I was kind of just nutty at this point. I mean, I was just so excited to where, where I'd gotten to that I just was just crazy about it. So I probably worked out a little bit more. I probably worked out a little bit more than that. Sorry, I wasn't on the button. Um, but definitely it's because you have more energy. you got more food. You're, you're, you're definitely eating more food. You can you, you and you, and you really want to step up your game because you don't want to make sure you go over your calorie intake. So um, you are able to really take the gloves off, if you will, in phase three um, and push up and push up your weight your weight uh, workouts uh, more aggressively. Um, my question, Johnson, cannot hear you. Yeah, sorry guys, my my button, my finger drifts off the button, and then I realize the little mic thing's not on, so I apologize. We're gonna have to figure something out for next week, but. Um, Right now, we know this is a problem. How long can you store ATG in the refrigerator after mixing? Um, I recommend that your ATG, you're mixing it for 20 days, you know, 23, 23 days at a time because of the potency does does wear off uh, as you as you go on. So if you mix everything in up front by the time you got to your, you know, in your last few weeks of protocol, your ATG would lose some potency and you find some hunger issues and some weight loss stalling because you're not getting as much ACG as you started with. How long it lasts, I can tell you that I've, I've had ACG in the refrigerator for six weeks, and it still worked. It was not as potent as, it, as it's supposed to be. So I do recommend if you end up finishing the protocol or stopping the protocol, um, the best thing you can do really is kind of like wrap it up and slide it in the freezer and let it freeze in its frozen state, and then when you leave it out, of the, take it out of the refrigerator later, freezer later, let it thaw out natural room temperature. Don't rush the port. Don't rush it by trying to put water on it or heat on it or anything. Just let it thaw out, and you may find that it's still still good. But unmixed ACG has got a shelf life of a year and sometimes longer. So that answers that question. Um, please re-answer ACG intramuscular use subcutaneous. Okay. Like I was clear about that. Either one's great. Intramuscular, there's there's some um, research out there that intramuscular injections, um, lost audio, okay. Intramuscular injections last a little bit longer in the body, but since you're doing it every single day, um, it, it really doesn't matter. Subcutaneous, 
Uh, if you're using the B12, if you can get a little bit of a sting from the B12 by trying to do a belly shot subcutaneous, or but usually in other parts of the body, shoulder, thighs, hips, buttocks, there usually isn't any, any pain or any, any um, discomfort in most cases. Um, but either one works as far as the diet is concerned. Is one better than the other? I choose, in most cases, um, intermuscular as I'm leaner. When I was heavier and had the belly fat, I used my belly and I didn't have any problems at all. But as I got leaner, when I put the shot, when I put the shot in my belly, I had a stinging or burning sensation. So now I use my shoulder uh, muscle, which is perfect. I don't feel a thing, or my outer thigh muscle, um, and that's fine. Jamie uses the shoulder, she uses the thigh, but she gets bruising. So she also she now uses like the uh, the hip or the buttocks. She calls her a muffin top, but she doesn't really have any muffin top. But that skin you can pull up on your hip bone up there, she usually pitches that up, and that's where she does a shot. That's where she does a shot. I'm keep sliding up. She uses the hip bone to hip fat, hip fat to hip, use a shot. Okay? Um, got a hand up on the radio show, so, so stay tuned, guys. And our time factor, we got 37 minutes. We're good. So hold on hold on to the video here. I'm moving over to the radio. All right. Uh, 510- Four four four, you're on the air. How's it going? This is Jabri from Oakland. How you doing, brother? I'm all right. How's everything? Good. Good. Um, I've got your book and everything, and um, I've been trying to um, order some of the um, ACG, and the website's not working. And I wanted to know, do you have a updated um, a updated link on the best places to get uh, the real ACG? Okay, let me say on the on the website, are you on my actual my actual website, ColinFWatson.com or HCGBodyForLife.com? I'm on HCGBodyForLife.com. Uh, and you're saying the link to the pharmacy is not working? Correct. Actually, I don't even see okay. it. You don't see? Okay, is, do you do you have the page that says Buy ATG page? You see um, the pages at the top? Uh, let me try that again. Hold on. I would go there and take a look at it, but I have too many. I, I'm not an octopus, man. I got my hands in too many places trying to figure out how to do this double stuff here. But I hear you. I under hear pages, you. under pages, there's a drop down, and the very second one should say "Buy ACG online." Buy ACG online, and that should be where you can get where it shows you the ACG options, and you can buy the ACG. So, do you see that? Um, I see the videos and everything. I just, I, I don't know. Okay, so scroll scrolling down, scrolling down, scroll down. Okay, now it's on your Colin F. Watson. It's not on ACG Body for Life. Got it. Okay. Yeah. That's crazy. They're both duplicates of each other. But all right, so you you found it? Yep, I got it. I appreciate it. All right, no worries. Um, um, the last thing I had to ask was, um, what are your suggestions when you have to go out of town for work? Um, I might have to go out of town for like a week, week and a half, and I'm a little worried about how I'm going to pull this off. It's a great question. The pre asked uh, this question was, "What do you do if you got to travel out of town?" And um, and it's going to be different. You know, it could be challenging. You eat? Are you going to be hotel or what are you going to be? Yep, hotel. Okay, you guys, when you're traveling on the diet, I mean, ideally is to choose a diet time where you don't have to travel. But if it's part of your lifestyle, it's really it's really about planning ahead in order to be successful on this diet and eating. Trying to find. Um, one hour. Okay, meeting additional time set. One hour. Hold on, Hold on guys. I just got a button to 
to tell me I got to um, uh, reset time for another another hour. Okay, he's going to give me another hour here. He's got to get cut off. Cut off the video, guys. It's only good for an hour. <laughs> um, it's just planning. Really planning, planning to um, to uh, ahead while you're on the diet. And so, what you're going to have to do really is, is going to take the list of foods that are available, ask for special meals. Um, you know, from your from the from the room service. You know, usually plain chicken breast or a lean piece of steak, and have them just cook it with salt and pepper. I mean, usually you're you are you're you're in a place where you can, uh, you know, you can order stuff. And someone says take your food with you, but if you're traveling, you know, out of town, it's going to be really difficult to pack in a cooler and carry with you on the plane. You know, a bunch of chicken breast, so it's probably going to be different, a little difficult to do. Another thing you can do though is if you have an option of getting a hotel has got a kitchenette versus a hotel that's got room service, I would choose the kitchenette because now you can grocery shop and cook for yourself just like you would anywhere else. But right. really, or what you or what you can do is like what I call, if you had to go out of town for an extended period of time, you do what's called a planned, um, a planned, um, a planned break in the diet. I mean, basically you treat the diet as if you're at the very end of your protocol. You stop taking your ATU shots, or drops three days before you leave for your trip. You keep your calories low for those three days, and then once you go to, on your trip, you just eat clean as much as you can. No sugar, no starch, which you should easily be able to do. You can still eat your you know, salads and meats and even have some of the dressings that they have in the restaurant, but no sugar, no starch. You'll find that you won't gain too much weight, and then when you, as long as it's good, you can go as far as, as long as eight days off the protocol and then come back and start taking your shots again without having to reload or do anything like that. So sometimes it's best just take a planned break versus eating the wrong foods while you have ACG in your system because you will watch watch your um, your weight go up dramatically. And the other thing I do ask you to tell you to do is right. that you take your scale with you. And if you don't have a traveling scale, Dan and I bought a traveling scale when we go on vacation. It was like a twenty dollars scale at tar- Target. It weighs like two pounds. I say leave the shoe, leave an extra pair of shoes, and bring the scale because you're using the scale you have from home and using someone else's scale in the hotel or in the gym can give you all kinds of wrong numbers. And you not weighing yourself every day while you're on vacation, you'll be surprised how you oh it doesn't look like gaining weight. Well, I don't think I gain any weight. And you'll come back ten pounds heavier. And how we know? Because we did that in Jamaica and we came back just pissed. So we didn't take a scale. We came back 10 minutes. Now, granted, we were drinking a lot of booze, but we still yeah, came back yeah. 10 pounds heavier. So take a scale, and uh, you'll be you'll you'll be a lot better off than worse off. Okay? All right. I appreciate it. Thank you. All right. Let me go back to the uh, video here. All right. Uh, what is reload? Um, reload means that if you are off protocol for an extended period of time, more than 8 to 10 days, then you have to repeat phase one, which is the phase we talked about. You have to basically eat high-fat, high-sugary foods and reintroduce HG back into the system and basically start over again, gaining, gaining some weight, so, which is not ideal when you're in the middle of the protocol. Coconut oil. Please discuss coconut oil. Oh, the nectar of the gods. Coconut oil is our go-to source. It's because coconut oil has such great... Um, uh, attributes for the body. It actually helps you burn more fat, but it does make cooking food much more tasty. Uh, you know, as you can actually make a sautéed scallops dish or sautéed or scamp, shrimp scampi by trying to sauté, you know, trying to sauté shrimp in a, in a dry pan is going to be pretty difficult to do. So coconut oil, now the rule is coconut oil, the calorie, the calorie, the calorie, guys. So coconut oil is high in calories. Therefore, it, the, the rule is 
uh, two teaspoons per serving per person. So if you're cooking for two, four teaspoons. If you're cooking for yourself twice a day, you have you're basically having four teaspoons, which is basically one tablespoon of coconut oil a day. Um, it's great for you. Um, even if you're not cooking with it, it's great for you to, to melt it and drink down a coconut, a, a, a tablespoon of coconut oil. It helps you mobilize fat, and it makes your food taste good. Any thoughts on eating Miracle Noodles? Miracle Noodles are definitely the new go-to food for people for dieting. Jane and I bought some. Bought the, actually, we, we went all these years, guys, never touched the stuff. We actually bought some just not actually a few weeks ago. I made a dish with them. We're not real big fans of the Miracle Noodles, man. They're, the, the texture is kind of weird and rubbery, and, and but they are filling. So for those of you who feel like you're not getting enough food, then knock yourself out because you can make some traditional dishes like linguine and shrimp or something like that, you know, on the on the diet. Some people love them. I just not a real big fan. We have a whole we have a whole bunch of bags of them in the refrigerator. I'm trying to figure out what we're gonna make out of them because not, we didn't like them too much. They're like slimy little worms. But to us, other people love them. All right, let me check the radio show, guys. One second, let me go over here. Uh, okay, did I call on five four zero five five three? Are your hands still up? Did I call on you? I mean, do you have something else you wanted to say? No, I'm fine. Okay, good. You guys hit one again on your phone, and you'll put your hand down because the 301 number, your hand's still up too, and I'm not sure if you want to say anything because you didn't say anything last time. If your hand's just up because it's up. Let me scroll down here and see if anybody else's hand is up. Oops. All right, no, we're good. I know we lost audio there for a second, guys. I was dealing with the other side, not my button here. Oh, you know what? I got the button locked. What do you know? I figured out how to lock the button without me having to hold it. You guys can still hear me, right, on the video? Type yes. <laughs> Thank you. I knew they had to be away. I went a whole hour holding this stupid button down, but I, my hands are free. Thank you, God. All right, so um, let me see if I can now scroll up and <laughs> You guys are funny. No kidding. Yeah, I know. I, have, I, I, know I feel like a dumbass. Sorry. I could have locked it. There had to be a way to do it, but I couldn't figure it out. I didn't want to leave you guys hanging. Uh, please re-answer, so we did that. Uh, what to do if my must stop for three to four days out of town? I think we just covered that, right, Rebecca? You got, got the answer on that? Um, let's see. Shelly, did you answer this? I start P3 tomorrow. Should um, Rebecca did? She put yes. Okay, good. Um, Julie, audio cut off. Okay, well, that's not a problem now, right? Audio's there. Um, okay, please advise how much exercise in P2. I think I answered that. Uh, I, I'll give you an answer I give everybody, all my coaching coaching um, people. I tell you that the best thing you can do with exercise is listen to your body. And what I mean by that is that there's an internal voice inside your head, inside your body that says, you know what, I feel like running. And you go and you listen to it. If you have the time and you're not, you're not tied up at work or something like that and your body's saying go run, go run. Your body says go exercise, go exercise. If your body says, man, I'm tired, I woke, I'm exhausted today, then do not force yourself to go hit on the treadmill and, 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 and exercise. Guys, your body knows exactly what it needs to do on this protocol to get the very best results. If you follow the protocol, listen to your body, you will have amazing results. I have a lot of people, especially some of you women that are on your Tom and your body's bloated and it's fighting back because it's trying to do what it needs to do and because the scale's not moving in the direction you want or because it's stalled, you are determined to try and beat the hell out of yourselves to get this weight down instead of 
just relaxing. And have you ever heard what you resist persists? It's, it is, you know, these statements weren't made in the universe. The quotes weren't, weren't, weren't put in the universe because they didn't make any sense. Those times in a month for you ladies when your body's just doing what it needs to do, and that's just the beauty of your reproductive system, relax. Just go for a leisurely walk. Take it easy. Eat clean. And you'll watch the numbers. will just drop right off once it passes. And in some cases, some of you guys, it actually drops off while you're doing it. The more you're rigid and telling it, no, I don't want the race scale, the more you fight, the more you get the adverse response. So just relax and let your body do what it needs to do, and you're going to be fine. Um, let's see. Let me go over here. i got the hand back up again. And uh, 214402, do you have another question on the air? Yes, can you hear me? Yeah. Okay. My yes. question is, what do, what do you do? What do you do if you've been on the protocol and you plateau? I know you mentioned that you're supposed to do Apple, what is called Apple Day. Um, yeah. Because I'm, I'm pretty much plateau um, in the middle of the protocol. So do I just need to do an Apple Day or what? Yes. Okay. Have you been, been at the same way for more than three days? Yes. Yes. Okay. Question I have from the caller is, oops. Question I have from the caller is, what do you do with a plateau? He's been plateaued for more than three days. Um, first thing you do is don't go more than three days. <laughs> Simple as that. I get calls from people like, I have not lost weight. It's been eight days and I haven't lost it. I'm like, what are you doing? Three days, the same exact weight. And that's why, we, I mean, we call a plateau the same exact weight. That, that means if you lost a quarter point the day before and a lot, quarter pound and you gained a quarter pound, that's not a plateau. That's your body fluctuating. You may want to check your protein and water intake. Plateau is literally you get on a digital scale and it looks the same. Other time, looks the same um, for three days. Wow, we got plenty of time. So, Apple Day is the remedy for a plateau, which means you have six apples over a 24-hour period. Um, primarily, most of them. It's supposed to be like five in one day, and then the sixth one the very next day. Now, that didn't make a whole lot of sense to me because if you get on the scale on, in, in the morning, you get, you get up at 7, 30, 8 o'clock in the morning, you broke your plateau, you know, why are you going to want to wait till noon to have another apple? You, the, the job is done. So, and most people go, okay, well, I've already gone through three of my apples. It's already noon. What do I do? So six apples in one day, um, and that basically, with the, and you minimize your water intake because really what's happening is your body's going through some sort of edema, which means it's holding on to water either through lack of protein or, or lack of water. And so the apples work, work as a di, as a diuretic. It actually strips the water from the cells, from the fat cells, from the body, and and puts the scale back to neutral so you can actually start putting the right nutrients back into your body again. So apple day is a remedy for um, stalls in phase two. A steak day is a remedy for weight gains in phase three. Now, some people make the mistake of they thinking they do a steak day in phase two to break a plateau. I know there's some protocols out there that say, well, do a mini steak day, and uh, that may work. Now, I'm not opposed to a mini steak day, but if you know what a mini steak day is, steak day versus a steak day. A steak day is you can have the biggest, hugest steak you, you can eat, which is usually about two pounds for me. And I'll eat a two-pound steak and a tomato, eat nothing for the whole day, and every single time I do a steak day, I will, I will correct not only the two pounds, I usually lose five pounds on a steak day. Now, once I made the, I made the mistake of doing a steak day on a stall and not doing a mini steak day, which is really about a seven-ounce seven ounce steak and a tomato, and that's it for the day. Um, and, and I did my two-pound steak and my tomato, and I was getting on the scale waiting for some major numbers, and I gained three pounds. 
because I, that steak, if you don't know, a steak, a two-pound steak is like 1,400 calories. So, so uh, please to say that that didn't work. So Apple Day is the number one remedy of choice for stalls. Um, and a mini steak day, if Apple Days, if Apple Days don't work for you or you cannot eat apples, some people get sick eating apples all day, then I recommend a mini steak day and just know that it may or may not work for that for those purposes. So let me go back to my my uh, video guys here and uh, uh, Colin, where do you find the HIIT workout? The HIIT workout is in the comes with the book as a part of the book series, Charles. Um, I think that's why you asked the question, right? Yeah. I know that we had some we have some partial um sample sample workouts on YouTube guys. You know, you can check them out. Uh, I know they're only a couple minutes you know, a couple minutes long, they're not giving you the whole workout, but you know, every little bit helps, at least gets you an idea of what that looks like. But um Charles Eek <laughs> Yes, okay. Um Shonda, how much is the entire book series? For a very uh, that's a good question. For for the beginning of the beginning of the, the the challenge, we dropped the price of the book in half and took it at forty seven dollars for people that were on the tribe. I wanted everybody to have access to who wanted access to it. But the normal retail price of the book is ninety one dollars, including the the um, the original ebook, which covers phase one, two, three, and four, which no other protocol out there really does successfully tell you how to navigate three and four, which is really crucial. And then you have the fast start guide, which I give to people now as a as a as a as a gift to be just so they they do have a choice of following a better what I call a, a, at least another option of the protocol. And then you have the the phase two and phase three cookbooks, which I think are just paramount to having fun while you're on this diet. And then we have the six weeks of video workouts where my wife Jamie literally goes through the the workouts, and it's just that she has a you know 15 year history in in in, in um, fitness, in the fitness instructor, fitness trainer, that she literally goes through each muscle group, why you're doing it, what you're supposed to feel, how you're supposed to go about the exercise. So it's not just you listening to a bunch of music and watching somebody do an exercise. You actually get the instruction through the exercise, um, so you understand exactly why you're doing it and what it's supposed to feel like if you're doing it right or wrong, which is really important, I think, when you're giving somebody instructional instructions because somebody could be doing an exercise and they're looking at a video and watching it and actually doing something very damaging to their body. And because no one's there to correct, correct you or to tell you what, is, what feeling wrongly feels like, especially with the lunges and things like that where your, knee, your, 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 your knee's not supposed to extend over your toe, where you really could hurt your knees, I think that's what makes our series very, very good. I mean, it's, it's, it's just straight up just, you know, in your face, we're not being, you know, Hollywood about it. It's just in our, it's in our living room, and we're telling you this. What this, these are the workouts we did to get the results we got. Where do you find the HIT workout video? The HIT workout, all of the all the books are on our on our website at colinfwatson.com or atgbodyflife.com under How to Feel Good Naked 26 Days series, um, and then the cookbooks are under recipes. Um, we did break the, break it down because we realized not everybody wants to work out. Not everybody. Some people just want the cookbook. Some people just want the ebook. So it is broken down in separate pieces, um, but it's also cheaper when you buy the whole whole combination together. It is now going to be on. Uh, we're waiting for our actual sample hard copy of our book for Amazon. It's going to be in the mail any day for us to prove it, and make sure it's right. 
and then it's going to go to hard copy to Amazon. The least of the ebook will be there first, then the cookbooks will follow, and then the, the whole package of the video series hard co- hard copies will be available. But just so you know, when something goes from an ebook to a physical product, the freaking price point goes through the roof. So you know, you got people. You think P ninety X? You know, people paying three hundred sixty seven, three hundred seventy dollars for P ninety X, and that's just a workout series. So. Um, just let you know that we did digital because digital was the cheapest way to deliver the product and keep the price point reasonable. And uh, given what you get, and the thing is the recipe, and the and thing of what you what you guys don't know about the ebook, which is very cool, is that it's got a lifetime update. So, like for example, every time you refresh, you can refresh your link for our ebooks, the recipe books, or for the videos, or for um, uh, the actual workout guys and everything and every time we add something new like a new recipe like we're always coming up with new recipes so we have probably like five or six new recipes um mostly two for two two or three for phase two and then and, and some more for phase three that we're going to add to the book and then once we add them to the book we send you an email so the book's been updated all you do is refresh your download link that you got when you bought the book and you now have the new book with the updated recipes so so your one-time investment you're going to constantly be getting new and updated um, videos, like so we're, we're going to be adding now uh, three more videos, uh, workout videos, getting people past. Now they're, 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 they got to the point where they're so fit that, they, that the six weeks is, is easy for them. So we're going to add the next intensity level to the, to the book. Um, so it will be nine weeks there. Then eventually it will be 12 weeks. And then we're also going to be adding more recipes. So that's the good part about um, having the book because it, it definitely gets updated constantly. Well, not constantly, but frequently. Um, how do we find you on Facebook? Colin F. Watson on Facebook. So Facebook forward slash Colin F. Watson. And, it, and I think there's two profiles out there, guys. One of them I did when I first found out about Facebook, and I was playing around. I don't know how to find it and delete it, but you'll know that my main, uh, my main profile um, picture is, is, is uh, black and white right now. It's a black and white picture um, headshot. And it's got a lot. I got like a, I think a thousand friends or something like that. So if you look at that profile, it's got a lot of pictures and everything. The other profile doesn't really have anything on it. But just go to facebook.com forward slash Colin F. Watson and you should be able to find me on Facebook. Uh, I got some hands up on the radio show. Man, this is kind of fun. We got 16 minutes left, so I'm going to go back over here. I think this is a new caller. Um, 404 484. Are you, are you new? Do you have a question? Hello, hello? Four zero four four eight four. Okay. Sorry, I had. I'm gonna try this. Oh, <laughs> I had sorry. it on mute. Sorry. Say it again. Yeah, I'm mute. Go oh, okay, good. To, yeah. Could you go back to the part with the book? You said that now that you guys added more, that you can just refresh it. I already downloaded the hard to my computer, so I don't have the original buy page with all the links on it. So how would I refresh? Oh, you downloaded the, the – did you delete the email you got from uh, of course the delivery email? Of course I If you just send me a, an email saying that you, um, that you uh, have the book, you wanted the book, and if you have the um, – I can find it. I can find your information in the back office and, and know that you yeah, bought it or not. Yeah, I have those receipts and stuff. I have all that. Okay, yeah, just send me, the, send me the receipt and just say – send me the receipt. But when did you buy it? Um, when did you buy it? 20 days ago, this is Cat in Georgia. 20, I've talked to you before. Oh, yeah, Cat. Hey, 20 days ago, I think you probably have the most recent one. It's, it's getting ready to be updated here soon, though. So if you want the link, 
Just send me the send me the uh, email and I'll send you the link. No problem. Okay. And just say Thank that you. it does say it does say on that it's bookmark bookmark this link, guys, because it is it is it is going to be you know your live your lifeline to update. So yeah, just go ahead and send me an email, Kat. No worries. Thanks. Okay, All right. Cool. Thanks. Thank you. Um. So let me go back over here. All right. Uh, someone says or um. Okay, sorry to keep asking. I start P3 tomorrow. Should I focus mostly on proteins, or does it matter what I eat as long as I stay around 900 calories? Well, I'm always going to say it matters what you eat because if you're eating sugar and starch, it matters, absolutely. And some people don't know what sugar and starches are. It's very easy to eat something and not know that it's a starch, um, guys. So uh, you really want... 900 calories is your your mark based on the calculations that formula I just gave you. Then you're just to keep it safe. You're eating primarily the same dishes that you're eating through phase two, but now you get to add some things to it. So now you, your fruits aren't limited to the three fruits. Your vegetables aren't limited to the six or seven vegetables that are on the on the list. You're, you can now have nuts. You now can have peanut butter. You now can have uh, you know. Um, Dairy. You can now have yogurt. Uh, you know, as long as it's sugar-free yogurt, uh, I recommend Greek yogurt or cottage. You can have cottage cheese. I mean, so you're adding these these things to your diet, and if you depending on what combinations of foods you put together, you can easily stay within that 900 calorie range if that's your if that's your calorie count for the week for that week. So it does matter what you eat, but what really matters is that you have no sugar, no starch. And I got I can't tell you how many people that get them to phase three, and they're like, oh, yeah, man, I had a craving for a candy bar. Oh, man, you know, I had, I mean, I'm like, why do you blow it now? People don't realize how important phase three is. It literally is going to make the difference that you just wasted your time losing all this weight because what you've done basically is just not set your your weight set point. Your body, all it it knows is that you're supposed to weigh 270 pounds, and now you you just put a fight against yourself to try and lose weight against, against a system that has been beating you for years. So resetting hypothalamus in phase three is absolutely essential, and eating clean is absolutely essential. And what you eat, but I tell you, the nuts and the uh, berries and the, I mean, it's just eating clean, guys. I mean, really, this, with this, with this, what you're supposed to learn from this experience is new eating habits. Like guess, guess what? Real food tastes really good. And you've been fooled and bamboozled in believing that processed foods and, and high-flavor foods they have all this crap in it is what tastes good. Now you've cleaned out the palate. You have eliminated chemicals and additives and preservatives from your body. It is like being a newborn baby. And would you turn around and give your newborn baby some of the garbage that you've been giving yourself as an adult? I mean, think about it. The crap that, that everything you see in a package or, you know, that's processed or in a can, most things in a can, they, they have to put something in it in order for it to last a lifetime. Well, Real food is the only thing that won't last a lifetime. It's meant to be broken down and processed through the body. So take such nutrients out of it, use those nutrients, and then it gets rid of whatever whatever it doesn't need. And so staying clean and once in a while, you know, having something that uh, you know that's uh, good on the palate that you used to, you know, some some I, I don't know why you call it a treat because it really it's not doing a lot of good for you. But I understand that we live in the real world. I mean, we live, we live in a world where people have social lives and they go to, they go camping or they go places where not eating great is, is always easy to do. But in moderation, if you just kind of know that you eat something that, that – and I, I, what I found is that certain foods didn't taste good at all. I remember, like it was yesterday, that 
the kids and everybody they went to we went to Taco Bell, and I had I had not had fast food for over a year. Went to Taco Bell, came home, ate Taco Bell, had the burrito supreme and the taco and all that kind of stuff, and I ate that stuff within five minutes. I was so nauseous and so sick. I mean, I didn't throw up, but I just felt I, – I wish I wish I did throw up because you know how you feel when you're just nauseous and sick and you want to throw up and you can't? I've never eaten Taco Bell again. And I, I love Taco Bell, but it was just that my body was not used to the fast food. And uh, every time I've ever done a, a protocol and loading and eating the, eating the burgers, it, it, none of it ever really tastes good. But you guys know that I even did, I even did through the challenge because I wanted to show people – yeah, 10 minutes – show people – what the loading looks like. If people have a hard time loading, like, what should I eat? I'm not sure what I eat. So I went to the mall. I went to the food court, and I was showing them the hot dogs and the burgers and the, all the Chinese food. And I had a Cinnabon, which I hadn't had in probably four years. I had a Cinnabon. And uh, and now they could – and I thought I'm thinking, oh, things would be like 1,000 calories. One thing cool that they actually now have to tell you how many calories. It was actually 450 calories um, for the Cinnabon. The reason why it was funny is we went to the movie and Jane had a pretzel – and she came home and found out the pretzel was was 580. It was like it was more calories than the Cinnabon that I had. But I ate the Cinnabon, and I gotta say it was pretty good. But it wasn't like I was. I, I kept thinking. I fantasized for a couple of days about showing these people what what low foods look like, and I was gonna enjoy this. And it was just all right. You know, it was like anticlimactic. So really, I mean. I know you, you'll figure it out for yourselves. Okay, what did it say? What can we eat? Huge salad. Let's see if the hands are up over there. Um, ultimate, ultimate, ultimate veggies. Is that a question, Shana, Shonda, Shawanda? Ultimate. Oh, unlimited. I'm sorry, I'm reading wrong. Unlimited veggies. Really, you guys use words like words that are too vast. There is no, no, it isn't unlimited anything. But I got to tell you, you can be pretty liberal when it comes to your vegetables. On phase two, I say a handful. A handful, everyone's handful is enough for them, right? So if I take a handful of lettuce and a handful of tomatoes and a handful of onions and a handful of cucumbers, a handful of broccoli, and throw that in a bowl for a salad and mix it up in the salad, it's literally going to take up my entire plate. And I have protein on top of that, which is a you know five ounce piece of chicken. You guys see my portions on my plate. There, you can barely see plate on my on my on my list on my deal on my dishes. So that's what it really looks like. So if you take a handful of all the vegetables you want to have, per se, that's, that's plenty for you to eat and, and more than enough. So it is not unlimited, but really uh, they're, they're pretty much close to free calories. So we can mix vegetables. Yes, you can mix vegetables. I just call myself the 8CG rebel because I just break the rules. I got to tell you, mixing vegetables is makes perfect sense. They all work in synergy with each other. And, yes, we mix vegetables. First time did the protocol, we didn't mix vegetables. My my dishes look like everybody on everybody on ACG Land's dishes did. One little teeny piece of three-and-a-half-ounce chicken and one four, four skewers of asparagus. And I looked at this going, I don't know how this could be possible that this is supposed to be fulfilling. Like, granted, I wasn't hungry. It wasn't like I wasn't getting enough food. I just was bored and going, I can't do this for 40 days. Now, I did because I was so afraid of messing up that I didn't want to I, – I, I, I told myself I wasn't going to cheat because I was not going to – I was going to prove Kevin Trudeau was full of crap. So I was going to do this protocol, and if it didn't work, it wasn't because of me. 
Well, later we started reading his book again for the second time and realized he, he said, do mix vegetables. And then we were like, okay, well, you mean in phase two or phase three? We were confused. We accidentally did it, and it worked perfectly fine. <laughs> so we've been mixing vegetables ever since. So, yes, mixed vegetables. What is your 700-calorie protocol for P2? What is it? You know what? It, all it is for P2 is not like I've changed the protocol foods. I just changed what you can add on certain days. Now, keep in mind, guys, that what we call the advanced HD diet protocol, and we got six minutes left, so I want to be brief, is that fact that we are pushing the limits. The goal is to lose as much weight and get in the best shape and reshape your body to the max in the 43 days or 26 days or however long you need to do the protocol. We are exercising. We are doing cardio every day except for Sunday. We are doing the HIIT workout, high-intensity interval training workouts three days a week. On those days that we do the high-intensity workouts or any type of workout that you choose to do that's going to be do with resistance training or what have you, we tell you to increase your protein intake. And the best way to do easiest way to do that is by adding three egg whites in the morning, uh, with your half a grapefruit, which adds very little calories but adds a lot more protein. And also we have your protein, your protein portions that are our protein ch- charts are higher than three and a half ounces or hard in grams by any stretch of the imagination because we found that not all protein is the same. So you need different portions for different types of protein you're eating. And so it comes out to be, and with the coconut oil added in with the cooking and the preparing, it comes out to be about 750 calories. But it's, it's protein loaded because you are burning the fat and feeding the muscle. If you don't feed the muscle the extra protein it needs after working out strenuously, you're wasting it, you're burning up muscle versus, versus building muscle. So that is why um, we have a 750 calorie days. Not the whole protocol is not 750 calories. It's only 750 calories on the three to four days a week that you're working out. So some people just take the protocol and start eating 750 calories. Oh, that's not following the protocol. It tells you explicitly what days to work out, what days not to, what days to eat higher protein, what days not to eat higher protein. How do you determine how much ATG to take daily? Good question. Um, Find this. Uh, you determine, I give everybody, I recommend everybody take the same dose because I found it now if you were five foot nothing or six foot six, 200 IUs seems to be the right amount to keep people without the hunger symptoms, not too much to where the HG doesn't work in your body. Because HG is not one of those things, the more you take, the more you lose. Actually, if you take too much HG, you stop, you stop losing weight and it's actually counterproductive. Now, some people need adjustments based on, usually within the first week, of us determining if they're having psychosomatic hunger pains or physical hunger pains. And usually cravings are psychosomatic. They're basically, you see a TV commercial with the food and you go, oh, I'm hungry. And it really is just your, your bad habit setting in, just what your boredom setting in. And there's physical hungers. The people, that, the people who are obsessed over food all day, every day, because they can't get past the physical pain or the physical uh, grumbling of their stomach, and you're not supposed to suffer on this diet. I don't care. I don't care. Who tells you anything differently? That is the miracle of this diet. If you're suffering, something's wrong, and you need to call, you need to call me or somebody to get it fixed. Bottom line is the 200, 200 IU seems to be the magic amount. 2,500 IU seems to work pretty much almost everybody. I've had the strangest people. Well, not, they're not strange, but I've had few people have to go up to as high as 300 IUs to, to um stave off the hunger issues, and they're unique. unique. Now, I know everybody has different mixing instructions out there, and that's why you see mixing instructions are, you know, everybody, a dime a dozen. 
But you got people out there mixing 10 milliliters of water with 5,000 IUs, and they're telling them to take 125 IU dosages. And these people are crying. They're calling me crying that they're hungry. And I'm like, what? Well, and it takes me a while to figure out exactly what they did wrong because they're following the protocol. They come to find out they're, they're using some mixing instructions. I don't know where these people got their numbers from. I don't know where they got them from because it's way too diluted. The dose, the original dose Dr. Simeon had was 150 IUs back in the day. Kevin Trudeau regurgitated that same dose, but he also said it could be anywhere between 150 to 200. He at least he was smart to know, to know that, that not everybody could do 150 IUs. And I got to tell you right now, across the board, I would say 80% of the people can't, can't do this diet successfully without discomfort on, a, on 150 IUs. It doesn't seem to work. It's just things have changed. Bodies have changed. You know, I don't know if the, the, the difference in quality of HCG has changed. I don't know what has changed, but times have changed, and you need to change with them. And I talk, I talk to so many thousands of people that I'm giving you the feedback of all these thousands of people basically saying, you know what, I'm on 150 IUs, and I'm, I'm, and I, and I'm hungry, I'm hurting, I'm thinking about food, it's not working. You put them up to 200, in a blink of an eye, it goes away. So... That's why I recommend that that's the right dose. You know when you have the right dose, we no longer have any hunger. And when I talk we're talking about physical hunger, people, not your psychological cravings. If you have cravings, it's usually a good sign you didn't load correctly. So um, that's just, you know, and the only way to correct that is either if you're, you're hungry within the first 48 hours, on the very first day of your low calorie and the dose is not working for you, I tell people just go ahead and load again one more day and do it right. Um, Keep answering my question above. We got I got one minute, guys. So I'm gonna try and do this before we get signed off. What is your question above? Um, who is that? Julie, call on Julie. So look for Julie, 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 Julie. Um, okay, 90 seconds. If you're going to do a second round, do you do the loading phase or go? No, absolutely. Yes, you treat every round as if it's your first round. Doesn't matter how many rounds you do. If you're gonna do a second round, you go back to loading. And doing it all over again. I, don't, I know you, if you, you cleaned out your body, but eating clean, you kept your weight off, you're great. You do a second round, you got to load. Uh, otherwise, you're going to suffer. You guys, I got to end the show because but this has been a blast. I mean, doing the video, doing the radio. I don't know if it worked for you, but it, it's been very, very cool for me. Um, I'm trying. I'm going to finally figure out a way to kind of do them a little bit more cleaner this time around. Uh, at least we figured out the button can be locked, and that's cool. So I thank you guys for being here. I, I, this video thing is going to be cool. Talk Fusion rocks, guys. i got to tell you, this is another one of my business opportunities. I just tested it out, got it. I love the fact that I can now do video presentations and reach people from all over the world can actually see these videos. And Janie, Janie's going to be doing some, some phase three recipes live on video, so we're going to be blasting that out live. Um, we're going to be doing awesome. Thank you, thank you, thank you. We're going to be doing some... Um, some uh, workouts live so people can understand the tutorial about working out what it's supposed to feel like. We really want to take this to the next level and have it have we reach people from all over the world all at the same time. So you could be in London, you could be in China, you could be anywhere and get this message. So I love you guys. Thanks for being here. Um, God bless you, and we're going to be checking out here, and we'll talk to you soon. Bye-bye. Zero time. Bye-bye, guys.